Hi everyone! You may have noticed that I'm not the host you were expecting. I'm Andrew from the Argonauts Podcast, here on the Orange Groves Network. This week, we're wrapping up our coverage of Lonely Girl 15, uh, which ended with a long-form video that updated hourly across multiple YouTube channels, and your usual host is being super cool and helping us emulate that spirit in podcast form. So, if you've never heard of our show before, or if you're jumping from minisode to minisode today, I hope that you enjoy this little diversion, and you should be back to your regular programming soon. So what do you think of this set of episodes, Marn? Uh, yeah. Like, it's good in some places, but also, like, the same exact plot beats happen twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this part starts out with... So we get a couple, like, branched plot lines. We have get um, Taylor and... I just remembered. I don't know this character. I don't remember this character's name because she disappears so quickly. Jess? Um, isn't it Julie? Yes, Jules. You're right, Jules. Um, so yeah, Taylor and Julie, uh, both are starting up their vlogging efforts, um, and just kind of like starting off talking about the world and just kind of mentioning like, oh hey, uh, well Taylor's like, I'm interested in this Lonely Girl 15 stuff. This stuff is interesting. I like. Daniel and the gang. Um, meanwhile, uh, Julie's just like, hey, I'm making videos too. Um, I can't pronounce French, and I don't have a lot to talk about, but I am a young homeschooled girl trying to figure out what's up who has a weirdly controlling mom. And it's like, ah, you're the fancy girl, huh? Um, and then at the same time, we get... Um, we get Daniel, who's fallen off the deep end again and started drinking, and his drinking problem is back, and so they decide that they're going to give him a intervention. And then they do, and he doesn't drink anymore, and then he's good. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They just, The writers just really decide that they just, like, didn't want to do that plotline anymore. <laughs> yeah, and they, I mean, they... Well, they, they did it before, and then they were like, well, fuck it, whatever, we ignore it, let's get Jonas back, or let's get Daniel back, he's more fun when he drinks with Jonas, we're good to go. And then they were like, well, we got nothing else to do, so let's just do this again. Um, and then they were like, well, that's done now, uh, let's have him and Jonas try to hypnotize themselves. That's not gonna work. We're just gonna spin wheels for a, a good couple episodes. Yeah... And then from there, we get into the search for jewels. Uh, Taylor has found a link to... <laughs> Taylor found a link to jewels in that she recognizes her because she played against her soccer team once two years ago at a soccer match. Yeah, it's really weird, especially because Jules and Taylor are, like, visibly not the same age. Absolutely not the same age. I think they're... They... The problem is that no one on the show looks their age. Everyone on the show is, like, CW hot and, like, you know, a good five years older than their character is. Um, and so when they get one character that actually kind of looks like her... Like, Jules actually looks like a 17-year-old. In comparison to the rest of the cast, yeah. she looks like a 12-year-old. Just because everyone else is, like, so much older. You know? Yeah, it's a really weird casting decision that they made. It's very odd. I like. I think it's. It's one of those things that I think it works for 
her because she looks younger than the rest of the cast. And then the like, we need to break her out and protect her plotline feels like it makes more sense than it would if it was another girl that was like the actress, the, like it was the actress's age of everyone else. But like, it does shift things in perspective a bit because it looks they're supposed to be the same age. So it's odd to say like, yeah, my team played her last year. And I was like, oh, you guys must have like decimated her because you were an adult team playing against toddlers. Yeah, it's it's. It's an extremely weird decision that they made to cast this one girl as, like, a normal teenager. Yeah. I guess because they knew that she wasn't going to be in it for more than a couple episodes. Yeah, and I makes her easier to kidnap, I guess. Um, well, that is true. <laughs> we'll cast the smallest girl we know so that we can have Daniel pick her up and carry her out of an apartment. Um, speaking of, um, they have, uh, oh, I should probably say they're in a bunker now. Um, they went to a, they went to a bunker that Jonas's parents had as an old, like, anti-order stronghold, which is just like an underground bunker that sucks. Um, so then they go out and they're like, oh, well, Taylor knows near ish where Jules lives so we're gonna go get her she can join the 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 teen angst adventure squad um and we'll go drive around and uh find Julie now that we know about where she lives so they go to pick her up and they get held up at gunpoint but then it's not actually gunpoint it's Sarah pretending to have a gun and she instead just has a lipstick and she joins the crew too should I have known who this person was, Martin? I don't think so. I, I know that, like, Taylor mentions that she has a sister, but you literally don't see or hear anything about her until this episode. Okay. Because I know that they were... like she. Go ahead. Like, she doesn't have, like, her own YouTube channel or anything. I kind of liked that. It's fun seeing, like, uh, a sibling pair upload to the same channel every day. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. They did it before the Vlogbrothers were cool. Yeah. Um, but then... Yeah, like, because it's just like, oh, this girl is, like, holding up Daniel. And then it's, like, the next video, they're like, we're all cool now. This is our cool new friend. Uh, we're having exciting adventures together. And I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, But then they were like, hey, we got this girl. And... You know, now the crew's like four, five deep because you've got Bree, Sarah, Taylor, yeah, Jonas and uh, and Daniel, and they're and it was actually kind of fun watching them all interact together. It's like, oh, you've got like a, a full Riverdale situation going on here, huh? Like a full cast of characters just hanging out, having a good time, um, searching for a missing girl. It was kind of cool. It was cool. I I truly do wonder if they put Taylor and Sarah in because they realized that they needed more women in the cast. Well, I mean, how else are you going to have love quadrangles? Oh, yeah, that too. I mean, you know, so far it's only Brie and you got to have more characters to give more drama. This is the years Mm -hmm. of Twilight and the Hunger Games. We got to hit people with love triangles. Oh. You gotta stay hip, Marn. 
I guess. <laughs> um, and then we get one of my favorite videos where they see they see Jules like walking around, and Bree's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go up and talk to her." And they're like, "You can handle it," and she's like, "Yeah, I can do it." Um, and I thought, "Oh, it'll be really cool watching Bree interact with another girl in the cult and like." talk about it and like see what's up and like learn what's going on this will be neat and instead brie goes up and is immediately just like don't do the ceremony it's bad the order's bad join join us come help us come help us i'm brie we're good blah 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 and i was like oh we're just gonna like yell at this girl until she runs away huh <laughs> it is just like the worst possible way they could have they could have approached yeah it. I will say, one thing that I respect about this show is that every time they try to do a plan, they go about it in the worst possible way. Yeah! I respect that a lot. They just, like, Bree just, like, corners her and yells at her a bunch. (laughs) About, yeah, I'm gonna corner her and yell at her a bunch about how her religion is bad, and that the things that her parents are telling her are lives, and they might not even be her parents, and that she should come join us instead. And it's like, who boy, if you'd played this, like, 20% cooler, like, this could have gone a lot better. Yeah, if you didn't, like, grab her and be like, I'm not crazy, you just have to listen to me. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if, if you just go up to her and say just like, hey, are you Jules? And then she goes, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to talk to you. And you go, I'm sorry, hey, look. I'm Bree. I want to talk to you about something. Like, you could actually, like, start up a conversation with her instead of just, like, I don't know. You come up to me about anything like that, and I'll be like, oh, maybe you're on the bad side of it. I don't even care what it is. Yeah. It's just the bad approach. And it's even funnier because Jonas is, like, baffled at why Jules is having this reaction. <laughs> yeah, why isn't this girl cool with us approaching her and yelling at her about how her religion is bad and is secretly a cult? So then they kidnap her. Yeah, so they're like, well, next next course of action, we figured out where her house is. We're just going to break in and steal her. <sighs> and they do. <laughs> So they kidnap her, and then they're like, she's not responding very well to us when we ask her questions. And it's like, my guys, you've stolen a child. <laughs> and then it's like poetry, it rhymes, because they, uh, uh, Brie undoes her bindings for a few minutes, um, and then she's like, I'm gonna go get you some water, and then she escapes. And Bree's like, what's up? What the fuck? I, I just undid her bindings a little bit. And then she took that as a cue to escape. Um, and it's like poetry. It rhymes. It's just like with Jonas when, when Daniel did it for him. Yeah. The writers just really love that trope, I guess. Yeah. Of like just like kidnapped people fucking off. <laughs> and then we never hear about her again. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, we've kidnapped a child for no reason and for no gain, and then that's it? Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, they, like, they find her, and then... Like, nothing, nothing happens with her ever again. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. 
Like, they find her, and then they're like, well, she obviously doesn't want our help, so we're just going to leave. Basically. Like, I... (laughs) They're just like no self reflection, no like. Hey, maybe we shouldn't have approached a child on the street and screamed at her, and then kidnapped her, and then uh, uh, assumed that she'd be on our side because she'd be just cool with it. Um, there's no self reflection, no learning, nothing gained here except like, well, that sucked. It's deeply then, frustrating. Uh, yeah, and then like Bree gets kidnapped, and they. Julia ceases to be a character. They're like, Julia called the order on us and they kidnapped Bree. Yeah, J- Jules who? <laughs> uh. 